everyone. This is Catch It Up With The Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC, and our special guest, Sarah, is back. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back. Wow, that was a speedy intro. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> on brand, baby. On brand. <laughs> uh, and uh, all right, cool. This week, we welcome Sarah. Good day, mate. Oh, sorry, I forgot I was. Good day. Uh, I'm not Australian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Is, it feels like it. It is hot, like we're in Australia today. It is super, super hot. It's oh. if you live in the UK, we're currently recording it when the football's on. It's 30 degrees. Oh, My fan is on. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, it's one of those. The summer has officially started. We have. Nice, that. nice. Uh, is it the same for you over there, JC? Uh, I've actually got a rainy day here in Portland, uh, yeah. which we're not wholly upset about because we had a pretty decent spring and a good start to summer. And at least for us, having a little bit of rain at this point is actually good to prevent mm. the whole for- forest fire thing. So we'll take a couple of days of rain here and there on, on an so odd It's always a good call when you can avoid fires. <clears throat> it's always a good call when you can avoid forest fires. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. But speaking of speaking of fires, I, yeah. I feel like uh, this episode is going to be on fire. Oh so my what, god! What are, what are we talking about? What are we oh talking my about? god! Way to sell it. We are talking about the thirtieth birthday of Sonic the Hedgehog. Happy birthday, what? Sonic! Yeah, thirty years old. Hello, June, and, baby. Oh God! It's <laughs> AKA the how old do you feel now? Episode is just horrible. I just, I just, I'm having these moments at the, you know these days where it's just everything is like, oh, do you remember this? That was 15 years ago, and that's when I feel old. Um, so I keep having that every single day. Now. Anyway, ah, happy birthday, Sonic! We shall be talking about it. So JC, JC is going to be the uh, the hype man. It's going to be the reaction guy. Yeah. Uh, was Sarah and myself are doing most of the talking, and I see by myself as a Sarah is going to do most of the talking because she loves Sonic. <laughs> and in case you've not, you know, if you, in case you're not, if you're listening and you're not watching on YouTube, Sarah is fully kitted in Sonic gear. Uh, yes, yeah, so I got a Sonic jumper, you. a Sonic <laughs> yeah. leggings, my Sonic T-shirt. I'm wearing Sonic earrings, and I got a Sonic mug, which I'm currently drinking tea from. So mm. just a tad. <laughs> just, just a tad. I'm surprised you're not eating Sonic. Um, curry as well you know that, that's that's the thing they came out with a um a, a blue yeah colored... i've seen that <laughs> you've seen photos uh, you know, I'll, I'll put it on there somewhere um it's horrible it's just horrible <laughs> i think it tasted it tasted as good as it looked so just to for you to understand how i sort of stuff we're talking about anyway blue curry moving on, moving on. yeah right, sunny curry um, good, good so we, we, we are going to pay our respect to the uh, little blue pay respect, it's like he's dying I know he died but <laughs> <laughs> the way it's gone in the past few years you can argue that maybe he died or parts of him yeah, died if, if we were no. celebrating the 15th then yes that, that was not a great time to be a Sonic fan true, true uh, it's true how about celebrating coming out of like a, a quasi-retirement like feeling like sure. he's, he's like back up the speed on things. I must make myself useful, Tom, in some way. That's fine. I will allow it this. I will allow it this week, and then we go back to normal next week, please. <laughs> um, right. So we're, we're we're going to talk about the history of Sonic, how it came to be, and uh, then had a. Uh, 
fall from from what from grace i guess we can go it that way and then it's revival and where it's going so that's sort of the little setup we've got for you guys um and i think before before we get going and and sarah will go with the, the history of sonic and who he is and why and how um i'm just going to frame this um discussion what's well, discussion this episode with uh yeah how we got to get sonic on uh, on on the mega drive um and and go back to maybe the end of the 80s i think uh, and yeah late 80s early 90s uh when nintendo was dominating the uh the home console market with the um, the nes or the nes or the nintendo entertainment system depending when depending on where you're from in the world um and sega who was massively into um, arcade games at the time they were like the number one uh, provider of arcade quality arcade games um, was thinking, look, the next step of, for us as a company is um, getting people to buy home consoles and we get into people's homes. And we need to get on uh, Nintendo's back. We want to crush them. We want to beat them at their own game. Uh, I think at the time in the US, Nintendo had about 90, 90 to 95% uh, in terms of shares in you know, terms of yeah. sales in the, in the US. So that was quite a massive market there. And nobody else was there. There was Atari, maybe. There was a couple other um, brands, but nothing that could really rival Nintendo. So anyway, Sega went out and went, okay, home console, let's go. Let's do something badass. Uh, and they went with the Sega Mega Drive, which was the uh, the follow-up of the Master System that wasn't selling really well outside of maybe Europe. Europe was good. It did okay. I don't know about the UK, so I don't know if there's a lot of Master System there. Um, but in France, there's certainly a lot. Um, it wasn't even with Nintendo, but it was, yes, yeah, they were doing well. Um, they had to follow up with the Master System. They went, okay, Mega Drive, let's go. So the Mega Drive came out in 88 in Japan, uh, 89 in North America, and about, I think, 90, 19 in Europe. Um, you know, did well, did really well, I think, in, 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 in again, in Europe. Not so much in, in Japan, but that's a classic, you know. Um, it did okay, I guess. Uh, and... Uh, but it was a, a slight problem is that Nintendo was very famous because they had a, a massive iconic character um, for their brand, something that would sell the consoles. And uh, well, Sega didn't have anything. So, you know, if you want to take on the other side, you got to have something that's going to move units, something that's going to sell consoles. And this is when they came up with, boom, Sonic. So <laughs> console was started. First big hit from Mega Drive from Sega. They had Sonic and... Uh, yeah, Nintendo had to answer with the Super Nintendo, which came out, I think, around, yeah, 1990 in Japan, uh, 92 in Europe, and 91 in the US. And this is how we got kids. Kids, console war, the first ever console war, the 16-bit era, um, was because of Sonic, maybe. Some could argue it was because of Sonic and, they had the, and Sega and how they had to take on Nintendo and Mario. So this is where we are. This is where we start with the creation of Sonic, and I think Sarah... You've done a bit of research because you've got a lot of words on that dark um, so, Mostly yeah. because of the history of Sonic, which I had the book mm. a handy, which came out when Generation Sonic Generations came out. So I did read it cover to cover like years ago. I only managed to like briefly read it again for the podcast. So I might miss some of the details, but yes. Sorry, JC, I think I interrupted you. You're about to ask something. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, so before we kind of jump into history, I was like, hmm. what is your earliest memory of Sonic? Like, how did you guys, like, like, there's, like, obviously the marketing campaign and stuff like that, right? But it's, like, what do you remember about first, like, being introduced to the character? Because we were all in Mario Land, right? And it's, like, how, how did you break out from Mario Land into Sonic World? 
Sarah. Want to go first, Tom? No, go for it, Sarah. Guess first, always. <laughs> well, um, well, during like 1991, when obviously it all came out, I was only two. So I don't really have like a Mario memories, but um, I will share the story. So I was two. My mum was pregnant with my brother at the time. And apparently um, my father was planning like a long bachelor trip um, that involved a lot, a lot of money. And my mum was telling me the story a couple of weeks ago to ask, re-ask her about it. And she basically said that she was so fed up with her her husband my dad at the time spending lots of money on himself that my mum said you know what I'm gonna spend some money on myself and she kept seeing advertisements for the second mega drive and my mum was was a semi-gamer at the time she apparently um I don't know if you remember guys remember cable and the red button pages apparently they used to have some games on there she played some mm. like like roadrunner and such right. so she was kind of like like she liked playing games on her tv so when someone recommended second mega drive for her it kind of made sense so and they kept saying it was like it's faster it's got great games it's powerful so she bought it and the first two games were columns which was a puzzle game yeah and fantasy star free which was an rpg um and then she, like, a couple of months later she said she remembers like the huge hype of sonic you know saying it's like the fastest thing alive and he's cool and he's different <laughs> and he's gonna blow what well, uh, things the home came sega does what nintendo don't so she remembers yeah. that huge hype and she was very much like yeah nintendo must be bad i'm gonna buy sonic and <laughs> It pretty much the rest was history. So I kind of grew up with like the sounds of like, you know, Sonic springing, Sonic collecting rings. Like that was kind of like home for me. Um, and we all, me, my mum, my brother, we all grew up like spending most weekends playing the like Mega Drive. So we played through all the Sonic games and like all the other sort of spin off, like Mean Bean Machine and Flicky's Island. I think it was called Sonic Blast in other countries. Um, and obviously we played so many other Mega Drive games like Echo the Dolphin, Wonder Boy, and that such. But yeah, so Sonic was really just like the huge part of my childhood and like since I was so basically since I was like three years old two three years old that Sonic was part of my life and I cannot imagine my life without him he was the reason I became a gamer him and because my mom decided to buy games console for herself so yeah that was my earliest memory basically you had a, a mom gamer mm-hmm. that is so cool <laughs> so you you play you you when you were young you gamed with your mom yeah I know this sounds super obvious, but I'm like, it's just so cool. <laughs> so yeah, just- yeah, and then mo- when most families would go to the cinema for weekends, it's family time. But no, me and my brother would like try and blast through the Sonic games, try and do fancy stuff free. And of course, back in those That's days, amazing. you didn't have the internet or walkthroughs. You, or you would, like knew a cheat code if you knew someone who knew something, yeah. you know, or you yeah. would like buy a magazine that just happened to have the cheat code. So we would like try so hard to get past Echo the Dolphin. And if, anyone who's played the game knows how hard that is, <laughs> how unforgiving it is. And of course, with Sonic, if you lost your life, you had to do it all over again. There was no like, picking up yeah. your safe bar you have to literally start from the beginning so in those days it was like a family experience like right we're going to get through like this level this time we're going to beat robotnik this time and even though we never like like today we didn't do it we're going to try again tomorrow you know that was all like family building experiences you know <laughs> amazing and it's like full circle like you had a mom gamer and you became a mom gamer mm-hmm. That's- yeah. I, I i love it favorite story of the week instantly <laughs> And at the moment, my son knows how to say Sonic and Robotnik, so I'm hoping the cycle will continue. Yes. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yes. Nice. Um, oh, man. How about you, Tom? Yeah, my, my, my story is it's not, it's not similar. Um, growing up, I was a, a Nintendo, Nintendo boy. Uh, my parents bought me a, the, the Game Boy, the, you know, the fat OG Game Boy. Um, and I was playing Tetris on there a lot. Like, it's been, not my days, but a lot of my evenings on, on that console. Uh, then I moved on to the NES. And uh, Mario 3 there was my 
you know, my absolute favorite. And I, I remember, you know, yeah. the, the game. Actually, yeah, look at that. Talking about Mario 3. You know. Sanuki! Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, the Nintendo was like, the, the NES was just literally always on in my house. Um, and then one day, I remember, so I had, I had this friend who had a, a, an older brother. And the guy was like probably four, five years old, older than me. And uh, I was 11 at the time, so 11, 12. And he was maybe... Yeah, 15, 16. And it's one of those guys that had his, uh, you know, they lived in, in this massive house and he had his own side of the of the house. Like the, his bedroom seemed huge by the time, maybe, you know. Um, but like the rest of the family was super nice, well-behaving. Like, you know, like the the, the little 16-year-old shithead <laughs> that's part of the families. Like they all, like, everybody's well-behaving. He's just like, like completely black listening to like metal, you know, Metallica and Guns N' Roses <laughs> and smoking, like empty cans of alcohol everywhere. And I was like, so I, I was I was best friend with his sisters. Like we, we were born like a week apart. They've been like Aiden and Emily, right? Uh-huh. Um, so she, she was sort of my sister. And so her actual brother was that badass guy that was there and hanging out in his bedroom all day long, smoking, whatever. And so one day I, I would just, just drop into their house. And one day I just went there and I was like expecting to see my friend there, but she wasn't there. And then like, obviously her mom went, oh, go and see the brother. He's there. So, okay, cool. So I go up to his bedroom and he's in there. I remember him still on the floor, cigarette in his mouth, playing something like a like a, a black console I've never seen before. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, what is, what is that? And I remember seeing that on the screen, like this blue ball spinning around the, the screen. I was like, what the hell is going on? What is this? It's so edgy, so cool. And then he gave me the controller and I went, oh, all right, that's cool. And um, yeah, that's how I got into Sonic. I saw the, you know, I saw the, the, the speedy guy going from left to right and the, the colorful graphics and the awesome music from stage one, which is every time I turn the console and I'm like, oh, Sonic. Um, and yeah, and then I went home and uh, I, I think I, I must have talked about it for about six months with my parents. I was like, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have it? Can I have it? And then eventually for Christmas or my birthday, maybe they just, I can't remember what it was, but they, they bought me a console, the, the Sonic pack, which was available there. Um, and then bang, that's it. I was like hooked. And and I, I think I, it was 92. So I was 11. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, I got, I got, I got Sonic. I got a whole bunch of games, and I, I didn't get all the the, the arcades one, but like I, I bought Virtual Racing. I think that was one of the, the, the big names, you know, like car car racing. Um, also, that's when I started playing FIFA as well, like FIFA '94. Yeah. Oh god, um, Streets of Rage, yeah. one and two. And I think I must have had three at some point. Um, so I had I had the Mega Drive from like '92 all the way to I'm gonna say like '98 in my house, and then trans like the transition was on PC and then PS1. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mega Drive like the f- actually I think the first console which I must have been playing every single day of my life for the, the, the good five six years. Uh, it was never really switched off in my house. Um, and I went through a bunch of TVs. You know, my mom was like, oh, broke another TV. No, buy me something better. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first console to be in my bedroom also. Yeah. It was like, oh, the, 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 the NES was in the living room. Uh, but that one, I was like, nope, nobody else is touching it. That's mine. It stays with me. You know, teenage years. Yay. <laughs> uh, that's it. JC, you you had a Mega Drive as well, right? You say you were Yeah, yeah well, I had the, 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 the original Sega Drive. Uh, what's it, the first one called? Master System. Master oh, the, 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 S, oh, the SG-1, but that, that would be ultra, ultra, ultra like SG-1s before the, the, the Master System. That's like, uh, yeah. 
old school, old school. Uh, but make it yeah, old system. Yeah, yep, that, that's how I start off. And it's funny, it's yeah. like what that guy that that you saw playing Sonic is like that's kind of how why they developed Sonic to like reach out to that specific Edgy. demographic, right? So it's yep. like get and, and that's what caught me for some reason. Like I still associate Sonic with Sega. Like that to Sega. me is like it's like one thing because it was like the ad campaign was so based around Sonic that it just totally hooked me in. And it was like the edgy system. The thing about it is like, I got the the, the first uh, uh, Sega console system um, and I fell for like the classic trick of like judging a game by its cover. Yes, it was, <laughs> and it was what, massive. Yeah, yeah. The covers just look way cooler than all the Nintendo covers, but some of the games did not hold up in the same way. And one of, those, one of the first games I ever owned was California games. And as well, I remember, California games kind of sucked. <laughs> and it was the only game I could play for a long time. So Sonic was my first game where I could really like go like, oh, I get the Sega thing. Like all of a sudden, like it made sense to me. It was like super fun. Like the graphics were like completely different to what I was used to from Mario in terms of a platformer. And, and that's kind of going to like, I, I really fell for the marketing campaign. I was, I was such like the kid that wanted to have MTV in my house, but I didn't. And every time I grew up in Honduras, like every time I visited the States, that was like one thing was like, show me MTV, show me MTV. It's like, I wanted to see MTV, I want to see the Simpsons, like all this like, like slightly like edgier or edgier, like a uh, content that I just didn't have access to. I was like, all right, I guess I could watch Disney again, but I really don't want to. <laughs> and then that's why like, when I saw Sega, it's like, that's me, that's me. That, that's the console for me. And then I bought it, brought it home. And I was the only kid in my entire town with the Sega, which sounds cool. But it actually wasn't because all my friends had Nintendo, so I couldn't like trade games with them for the mm. longest time. And then eventually, I I I gave in and got a Super NES, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we can trade games now. <laughs> you used to trade so, game on the last day at school. That that's the that's the oh. trick. Never ever do that. You know, before summer holidays, like. Do you want to trade my shitty game too <laughs> for your awesome <laughs> game? I swear I return it. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, bye bye for summer. I'm away. Bye bye for summer. <laughs> by the way, I told you yeah. I'm moving country. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah exactly. The, the, the one thing I missed out on the um, on the edginess was the uh, the advertising campaign because you guys said you know um, Sega does what Nintendo Nintendo does right. That's the, that's the, the, the saying. But obviously yeah. that kind of um, advertising is not allowed in France. Uh, you can't compare two brands in an advert because that, that's oh. just for you can't you can't trash anybody else you have to promote your own product you can't just say hey look how shit the other side is so um but i, I did eventually catch up to that um i think there was a there was a print, printed campaign as well in the u.s and somebody brought me mm-hmm. a magazine back from the u.s from the states once and i was like oh, look there's an advert for sega and i was like Somebody translate. What does that mean? Oh, it's awesome. Burn. You know, that's okay, that's, that's the attitude. It's awesome. It's just, <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's, let's go at the other guy. Um, and that's quite quite a novelty, right? Back in the days, it was like some you weren't used to somebody being that aggressive in their, their ad campaign. Well, it's mm, in yeah. the video game industry, especially, um, which is still a thing nowadays, you know, with kids, bloody kids playing Fortnite, eh? Right. Um, <laughs> the game we shall not talk about. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Cool. So it's good to get like everyone's take on Sonic, right? Because it, it was like it was such an impact for all of us growing mm-hmm. up. 
Uh, but uh, but I'd love to to hear more about the history, right? It's like what what did go into like the character and the history and the game and so forth. And we have a resident expert here with us that is fully kitted out and ready to go. So Sarah, over to you. Yeah, the expert, as in the person who owns the history of Sonic book, which is very thick <laughs> and very beautifully illustrated. Oh my god, I can't talk today. Um, yeah, it's. I highly recommend it if you're that interested. There's a lot of detail. Obviously, I'm just going to do the very bare bones um, from the book because um, obviously I could sit here and read the whole book. We'll be here for hours, yeah. and I'm sure you don't Sorry want no. an audio book. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, as um, Tom briefly tap, tap, touched upon, in 1989, um, the president of Sega at the time, uh, Hayao Nakayama, was obsessed with Nintendo's success. Um, he kind of kept reading every single magazine mm. that talked about Mario's like game, any upcoming news everything so he launched a contest within the company this was uh, for both japan and the american branches to and they called it the million dollar project they wanted a game that was going to sell a million copies basically and then apparently later in the development it was called defeat mario <laughs> so that was oh, basically right. their aim game yeah. to make a million like basically just beat nintendo the competition defeat mario met million copies they wanted that their mark on the map and they want to do it now so um, a graphic designer at the time, uh, Nato Oshima, so I apologize if I spelled that wrong, I pronounced that wrong, but he was a graphic designer and artist. He worked on the first two Fantasy Star games, like he did some of the dungeons, uh, some of the monster designs. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he submitted over like 200 sketches um, and they rejected most of them, but they kept four. And one of them was a rabbit, which they originally intended to go with. Um, but then they brought on um, Yuji Naka. He was a very gifted and self-taught programmer who also worked on Fantasy Star, but he was more famous for working on arcade to console ports, which is mm. um, what he was really working on with Sega at the time. And they brought him on and his idea, he wanted a game that, um, as he quoted from the book, the player has more freedom where you could skip past the level at the speed of sound. Because when Yuji Naka was playing Mario, he kept trying to complete the levels as fast and as fast as fast as he can. He was frustrated, like when you jumped, when you did certain moves, it slowed him down or we had to wait for platforms to go back and forth so he was obsessed with like doing as fast as he can and apparently during the development they realized with the rabbit um with the his attack animation would revolve him to stop and then attack and then like have to get off speed again they didn't want that yeah. And they end up falling back on one of um, Oshima's earlier designs, which was a hedgehog, or as he called him, Mr. Needlemouse. That was his original name at the start. And they ended up changing it into a hedgehog because then they realized they could make him spin in, like, obviously, like I said, I'm condensing it quite a bit. It's interesting how they came to it, but they realized they could make him curl up into a ball yeah. because the spikes could be used as attack against the enemies. Mm. And therefore, they could just jump. They wanted a game where you could only use one button, so obviously. The direction and yeah. the jump button, and you could jump on enemies and keep going. They're all their main was to keep the speed going. And then lastly was Hirokashu um Ashuhara, who worked on Altered Beast and Fatal Labyrinth. He was the last guy to join the team. He was the leader. He's less well known than the other two, but he helped kind of put the ideas together and kind of help them get to where they wanted to go. And that's how we got Sonic as we were today. And then that's kind of how the the very base idea came together. And obviously it did it did get released. Um, it sold a million copies. Apparently, I think it was in America. It got packaged with the Sega Mega Drive, yeah. so again, that helped boost the sales. And he was like, the, they had a huge marketing campaign, and yeah, and he pretty much just broke through and made a name for Sega. And from then on, yeah, and then Yuji Naka ended up staying on and creating more Sonic games as it went on. I think the other two went on to do other things, but yeah, Yuji, Yuji Naka is obviously credited as the father of Sonic. So yeah, oh, <laughs> Papa Sonic. <laughs> I, I was checking out the numbers, but um, 
was preparing this. And I think, you know, they, they wanted to sell a million copies, but by, I think, 2009, 2010, and this, I think they sold about a grand total of 15 million. Just the cartridges, yeah. not on its own, not just the one um, coupled with the console, packaged with the console. So it's, I think they've, they've managed to do well, just on Sonic 1, yeah? That's what we're talking about, no? Mm. Sonic 1, 2, and 3. Um, anyone else? If I, I mean, we're just talking about Sonic 1, but anyone else also had memories of Sonic 2 and 3 when that came out? Because that, that they were also massive. Oh yeah, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is my favourite video game of all time, mm. even after all these years. It's the game that I would, like, I could replay that over and over again for the rest of my life and I would never get bored. And I don't know about you, Tom and JC, but the, the idea of having, like, this, uh, Sonic and Knuckles on the the cartridge and then you have another cartridge on top yeah. blew my mind as a kid it was like two <laughs> games in one wow and in fact some and apparently if you put like sonic 2 on top you could play you when i did it as a kid she's like you could play as knuckles and sonic 2 what and yeah. then again if you put other cartridges on top it had like a side game yeah. blue sphere which was the um side game having sonic 3 and knuckles so they had, they had extra levels i all of this was just like so many different layers so many different thought processes at the time it must have been like amazing kind of come out with all these ideas but like combining the two together was like it felt because each game separately was good but it felt incomplete when sonic 3 felt too short and Sega Sonic and, and Knuckles felt lacking because he didn't have the safe feature that Sonic 3 did. But when you put together, it was like one mass again. And it's like, in my mind, the perfect game. And I did love Sonic 2 as well, but I always have so many. I remember that feeling of, wow, you could put two games together and make one huge game. How did they come up with that? I remember that <laughs> sort of feeling very well. I, I remember Sonic 2 when he came out, the, the, the actual art, um, art cover, the, the box art cover. And it was like, it's just amazing. It looks it look so good. Um, but then also what jumped out to me was the, the special stages in 3D. You know, if you remember, there's like running after yeah. or behind um, Sonic and Tails trying to catch more rings. I thought yeah. I was, well, I, I, I still remember to this day the first time I played that and the first time I saw that 3D animation and I, I think my jaw dropped and I went, oh my God, hmm. that's what we used to play in the arcade. You know, like you used to have those 3D animations, but you had to have those big machines to run them. Like I've got this in my own home. That, that, that was just mind-blowing to me um sonic 3 i don't remember which one's got um super sonic in it like as in like dragon ball sonic turning science you mean hypersonic yeah, yeah so there, there was super sonic which was introduced in two that was in two right three. uh yeah it first started in two and then sonic 3 and knuckles you can carry if you get the, the chaos emeralds in like the sonic 3 part you get super sonic and then you get yes. them again in sonic and knuckles you become hypersonic which is where you got the extra stars um, I always loved Super Tails, which is when you get like Super basically Tails. all the characters again. Because I loved all the birdies around it. I used to call them killer birdies, so they just go out and fly and kill the robots <laughs> for you. I just, I just loved it. <laughs> I, the, 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 remember, I, I don't know if you could know that about me. I'm a massive Dragon Ball fan. Um, mm-hmm. Breaking news. So, um, <laughs> yeah, JC's we established this. <laughs> we established this. But like, imagine one of my favorite game, favorite character of all time, turning Super Saiyan. Yeah. I, when, I, when, I, when I saw that in the game, I went. I freaked out. I was like, "Yes, Sonic 2. It's just yeah. it's up there for me. It's 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 up there in my favorite games of all time." So, yeah. uh, what about you, um, JC? Yeah. You had you had you had that. Was that yeah, right? no, no. What are my takes on Sonic from, from from those first three games? So, so which is the one where they introduced like his buddy, like the the, the other dude? That's so, right? so, so Tails That's came in two and Knuckles came in yeah. Sonic yeah. and Knuckles. Yeah. So, so for me, the big most is when I introduced the buddy and then to your point, that 3D scene, that, that what they mm-hmm. go to like that 3D animation, like to me, that was like, it blew my mind. But the big thing for me about Sonic during the kind of the first three games is that it was kind of the first game that, and, and this, this is not a slight to the game at all. I wasn't that obsessed with finishing it. 
Like, yeah. I just love playing the feel of it. I could just play because I actually was never particularly great at songs. Like, there's other games like I got really nerdy, but I got the books. I got to figure out like the cheat codes or like, or like how to pass levels mm. and stuff. And I was very like results oriented. Like, I was like, I need to see the end. I must complete. And then I had the, the yeah. usual left that I've got like the end sucked. Why did I put all this time into this? Um, but, but with Sonic, I, I never completed a Sonic game. But I played them all the time because it, it was just so much fun to play and how they continue to up basically as opposed to increase the plot line, they just increase like the playability of it. Just playing yes. it just got funner and funner and funner. And that's something I absolutely loved about the game. So yeah, that was kind of my takeaway across the first three. That yeah. I just I felt they just up the up the level every time mm-hmm. without necessarily having introduced a very complicated plot. And the introduction of Tales was awesome as well. That you could yeah. because they made it a two players game, and I think that's where you, yeah. really good, you can you can help each other out. Um, and yes. it's funny you said you said about finishing the game though, because I'm, I'm I had the same. I had to complete Sonic One, but I've never yeah. completed Sonic Two. I never went to the end of it, like because I've complete. Well, my thinking behind it is that I've 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 done one. I don't need to do two. Like the second one. It's just me running around trying to see how how long I can keep Tails alive. Yeah, you know, in the yeah. one player mode, and then see, and then but then the, because the game, gameplay was different, the, the, the um, how you played it was different. Now you could press down and make yourself, you know, turn yourself into a yeah, ball yeah. and then release it and then go. That was a different way of attack, attacking um, enemies in the level. So yeah. I thought that was pretty um, a, a nice way into transitioning into a, a different type of gameplay. That was really something I really liked. Mm. Just, I can't. I can't remember much about Sonic Three though. I know, I know I had it, but I can't. I have it now still, but I've not. It's not the one I've played the most. I think Sonic One is the one I probably put the most hours in. Um, right, it's time to move on to the next stage of Sonic's life. I think, which is the the sad part. <laughs> the fall after the rise, the meteoric rise. Um, unfortunately, as it happens a lot, there's a fall, and that fall came. Um, <laughs> I was going to say in the shape of 3D, but that's what happened. Uh, the transition from 2D to 3D for Sonic was near fatal. You know, um, the uh, the next console that succeeded to the Mega Drive was the uh, Sega Saturn, which, funny enough, is my favorite Sega console now. Uh, fight me, at me, but it's got a great, <laughs> great catalog now, and it's probably one of the most um, expensive consoles to. Uh, collect for these days i don't know why it's gone in shut up in prices and in value um but yeah that transition was bad. Was there's bad, a, bad, bad. there's not a lot of them out there is there though because yeah, the so the console you can find um the games are very hard to find for for two reasons uh, so obviously the, the the console didn't sell as well as the playstation one which which was its rival at the time um but also the quality of the games that and when I mean quality is not the, the game itself, I'm talking about the CD. Um, a lot of Sega Saturn games suffer from game rots, for CD rots. So what happens uh, is you get like this tiny little specs on the CD that just, it just looks like a hole, uh, but it's just the yeah. data, it's just gone. So you, they render the, those games unplayable. And I've done, I've got on a couple of my games there, which I paid a fortune on eBay just to start playing them. And it suddenly just, it launches and then it just freezes and you're like, ha <laughs> kill me now um but the, the console <laughs> itself is fine you, you can get them actually um if you can get them off ebay from japan um they cost near well they cost nothing just the delivery cost probably is more expensive than the console itself but it's just it's that very easy to find in the wild okay and, and on ebay 
Um, but yeah, Sarah, <laughs> do you want to talk about the, the fall and what happened? <laughs> yeah, um, I... I never owned a Saturn back in the old days. You can go to Blockbuster Ooh. and hire console. You can hire console yeah. for the weekend. I remember I was hiring a Saturn for the weekend, but I never felt compelled yeah. to um, buy it. Mm. Um, but the Saturn was considered a failure, unfortunately, for Sega. It yeah. didn't do well. It lacked third-party support. And worse, it had no Sonic game. There was meant to be a Sonic game, and it got cancelled. But and one of the reasons why it was a failure because the price was expensive as hell. They announced the console... And they went, oh, by the way, some, it's available to buy tomorrow. And people were like, hey, wait, wait, I don't have the cash. And I didn't know it was coming out tomorrow. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. And then PlayStation went, well, Sony went behind and went, oh, uh, ours is $100 cheaper. And it's out like in a couple of months. So it gives you time to get that, that money sorted. Um, and in terms yeah. of technical, the technical bits, the Saturn is not well equipped to do 3D games, which was what it was trying to do. And the PlayStation was doing extremely well at the time. Um, yeah. But awesome 2D games though, Saturn. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. The Saturn launched quite a few Sega beloved characters like Knights and Virtua Fighters. So yeah. I know there are people who really love those kind yeah. of characters. Um, so Sega obviously looked forward to the next console generation, um, which is where they Dreamcast came into um, mm. thing, which was which one and which one I did own. I did I, I did love my Dreamcast. I think I still got it somewhere in one of my boxes. Uh, but yeah, Sony, but still Sony won the fifth console generation, which was where the Saturn was. Um, so, so Sega would really, really want to make sure Sonic game was on the Dreamcast and they released Sonic Adventure, which came out in the early 2000s. Um, and unfortunately, a few years later, um, despite um, there, was, there was Sonic Adventure 2 as well and a few other games, uh, Dreamcast discontinued in 2001 and pulled out the console market entirely. And then they ended up porting the game. So Sega became exclusively a software company where they ported their games. They started on the GameCube. So they had Sonic Adventure yeah. 1 and 2 on the Dreamcast. Uh, I'm not sorry, the GameCube, sorry. Um, always in my house, we called it the Gammy Cubby. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, but then there was from Sonic um, Heroes where they started porting to like obviously the PS2, the Xbox and the GameCube. And that's where kind of like the shine of Sonic's franchise started to really come out with the bad cameras, the poor plots. Oh. And, it, and then on, 15, on Sonic's 15th anniversary, they released a game, which I'm sure every Sonic fan dreads hearing is Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Oh, um, no, 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 no. And this was game was, it was meant to celebrate the series, but it was rushed out for Christmas. And unfortunately it was heavily criticized for its long loading times extremely buggy gameplay and in rather infamous story um not the whole oh, story the one particular story. moment but i'll leave i'll leave it up to just leave it there for now <laughs> wait no no i i don't know i really want to know <laughs> you tell him so you tell him you went there you tell him. <laughs> okay so the most of the plot um they take place in like a human world if you watch the opening cut scene for sonic 06 it looks like a final fantasy game um there's a princess who looks very much like it could lift it up from final fantasy um series what? and voiced by the girl who plays meg in family guy if you wanted to know <laughs> so, so they have um so you're sorry the hedgehog saves this prince human princess and the two end up having a, a romance and eventually kissing at the end um so, and the princess kisses sonic to revive him back to, to life at one point and then he ends up turning to super sonic to save the day that was the bit where pretty much everyone went right that's it i'm done I, I, um, I, I will i will tell you just go on youtube and look it up and you'll you'll tell if you can last more than 10 seconds watching this then you're a hero because it's garbage <laughs> garbage oh my god that is so 
bad. What, what, what I find funny, though, is that during the very early development of Sonic 1, um, the Japan actually gave Sonic a girlfriend, a human girlfriend named Madonna. And yeah. when they showed this concept to Sega America, they were like, no, this human girlfriend doesn't work. It, it's just weird. Get rid of it. And apparently, Sega Japan were like, no, we want to keep it. And eventually, it did back down and think, actually, this, this, it was a good decision in the long run. So I don't know whether this was meant to like call back to that, the fact they had a human girlfriend at one point. I don't know why they thought it would be a good idea now, but they definitely haven't done it since. So, <laughs> so this is my big annoyance with like any time a big corporation realizes they have valuable IP, they decide that they're going to take it in this odd, like mainstream direction and not embrace the IP for what it is, which is like, it was meant to be edgy. Like Sonic did not need a human girlfriend, right? It's- well, I, think, well, I think one of the things they said, which I think is a good, a good point, was that at the time Mario had Peach. If you had Sonic had to rescue someone, it would have been too much to compare, whereas Sonic's meant to stand out on his own. So I do think yeah. it's a very good call back then. I mean, maybe they thought now it would be a good thing to do because, you know, I, honestly I don't know the whole process but yeah I mean that obviously was a bad idea at the start and it, like I said it was heavily rushed out and if you I don't know if you, you played the game at all um I did play I played Sonic 06 like years after it came out so I knew pretty much half the problems and it is really uh, horrible glitchy mess I, I struggled yeah. to get past the first level it took me hours to get through it just because it's so poorly broken I did eventually complete it in the end but it was one of those games that I know we'll never get back to because it's so poor and I'm one of the most forgiving Sonic fans out there I really <laughs> struggled to get through it <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did i did buy um <laughs> i did buy it for just for the lols sonic 2006 because i i knew it was so well rubbish just straight up crap so <laughs> i just had to get it and it's just it doesn't disappoint in that way in that aspect <laughs> it is as terrible as you think it is and i usually don't like when playing like, i always think that the gaming community sometimes goes into this uh massive raging fits that that's not really a thing that shouldn't be a thing in this sometimes too demanding but um, like when you play that you know that should be that should be how you you compare bad games that's like the, the, this is your yeah. <laughs> this is where you go it's like you want a bad game something like a character that's super famous how not to get it done going sonic sonic 2006 is your is <laughs> there for you if you want to really crap it oh Ooh, she was yeah. is this kind of one of those like release the Snyder cut moments of like we want the real cut of 2006 for Sonic uh, I don't think there's anything for that <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie I'll be up for that I mean sure I sure. I, I mean for me I'm, I'm actually just gonna put it out there I actually really love the 3d era of um, Sonic I, I remember Sonic eventually came out and I again was blown away that mm. Sonic was talking he had and facial animations that all these characters because in the first three games you had other characters you could control but you're pra- you're practically playing the same levels so you just had the different abilities whereas in Sonic Adventure they had their own campaigns they could they had their own levels they could mm. like Gamma the robot had a shooting gallery um, Amy had a hammer but she had a robot chasing her Tails was like a racing with Sonic and he had he could fly and he could skip half the level because you know he could fly all of it and then Sonic Adventure 2 came out and again it introduced new characters and I love Shadow the Hedgehog um, he came yeah, out. I was, I was a goth teenager, and it was like I love Sonic. <laughs> I wish he was goth. So of course, it was like Shadow the Hedgehog came along and was perfect for me. So um, yeah, and, if, and you can at me all your life, but I love Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, um, but so- you, you know, you know what the issue is with those three D games, though, because I think what it lost in those three D games is the speed, and I think the speed is what defines Sonic, like one, two, and three. People were really into those games because of 
going from beginning of the stage to the end. Like you could do it in 35 seconds if you wanted to, if you know your way around. But those 3D games, they sort of lost that. They, they turn into those sort of mini RPG games, you know? Yeah, well, um, I would disagree to a certain extent. So like, hmm. especially the first adventure game, like... The, the, like there was like Sonic was super fast and the level yeah. obviously the 3D the levels were much huger I mean there's a there's a really good retrospective on YouTube by King K where he does a, a whole video an hour long video on Sonic 1 and he just just see some of the footage of him like some of the shortcuts he's seen like if you uh, spin Sonic at this wall and bounce it you can skip half the level or like simply yeah. that you had that in Sonic 1 where you could take different routes depending on your skill yeah. level and they had that in the first two adventure games if you knew where you were going you could like blast your way through it was still mm. there it just obviously now it wasn't just that it was everything else which understandably you know if you weren't into that you know you weren't going to play the other campaigns which in a way was good that there were separate campaigns just that means that you won't be able to finish get the final story because you you do want to play the others too but i yeah. would uh, agree with you up to about sonic heroes is when they started incorporating the other elements came started filtering out sonic more and more and more and then it got to 06 where even like the the, the main draw of sonic the speediness was so mm -hmm. broken there's a section on the levels where they're meant to, he's meant he's literally on a what's it called a railway he's fast and he's meant to literally just like um weave around all the obstacles and it's so glitchy and broken you just cannot do it and you have to like somehow adapt your gameplay to the engine to try and get past the levels and that's why like i mean also sonic sticks is not just a bad sonic game it's a bad game full stop but that was kind of the point where it was like like you've lost why people love sonic in the first place basically okay yeah no, and, and coming back to your point though about like um uh like the the female version of Sonic, right? Was it a Shutter? You said no, 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 Shadow, not the female version, just a dark version. It's a dark version. version. It's, it's black, 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 black Sonic. Yeah, right, black so and red. Was there ever a female version of Sonic? We had um, Amy, yeah. Amy, yeah. I remember one, yeah. that at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what, which game was was she introduced in? So she was technically in like some of the comics, and um, she was in Sega Sonic CD, uh, which was like on the you know, previous generations. So I guess uh, but this was yeah. kind of, but this, she was, this is the first one she was playable in a main Sonic game, okay. um, I believe. And she was like more well-known in like the comics and the animated series and such. So, but she wasn't really about speed. She had a hammer, which she could use to like kind of get rid of enemies and also elevate her to her newer heights. So, yeah. Okay. And then Successful Shadow, character? Sorry? Or not so much successful character or not so well, much? She's, well, she's, pop, she's popular and everything. I think, you know, she's kind of like your typical, like, which is the opposite. She's pink. She's like got a massive mm. crush on Sonic. Kind of like, you know, your early 90s sort of like uh, female character creation. She's got her fans. I'm not particularly as fond of her, but I don't hate her either, so. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But yeah, Shadow so the Hedgehog was more like, the, like you know, dark and serious. He's the ultimate life form. He speaks with a deep, growly voice. And uh, oh. you're, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're faker, huh? You're not yeah. even good enough to be my friend. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's that's the Shadow the Hedgehog. He had his own spin off game because he was so popular. So, which I loved, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, you must be the only one because I, I, I did check those uh, best and worst Sonic games um, and usually Shadow is up there in the uh, the worst category. People did <laughs> not take to him that much, but I like, I like the design of, of Shadow. I think he was badass. It's nice yeah. to see that. Bit of darkness. That was pretty cool. Darkness. Darkness. Next. So... 2D to 3D, meow, meow, meow. in the eyes of the uh, of the, <laughs> the great public, that was a no-go, even though Sarah loved it. 
not many people did, but 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 luckily enough, um, Sonic managed to do a, a little bit of a comeback, a bit of a revival in the res- recent years. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's a few things that came out, a few games that were really really cool. Um, I think at this point, the two D to three D thing didn't really work out, and as you said, Sega sort of got out of the video game console making action, and they went, okay, we'll do all these softwares now. Which got us to this weird thing where now you can find Sonic on Nintendo consoles. You know, you find Sonic on the uh, on the Wii, Sonic on the Wii U, Sonic on the 3DS, Sonic on your Game Boy Advance. Yes, which is Nintendo because Sonic Adventures on Game Boy Advance. Um, so there's a whole lot of weird um, parallel universe stuff going on there. Where certainly you've got Sonic and Mario at the Olympics, which uh, is a whole you know different thing. Um, Sonic Racing. No, it's got only got Sonic characters in there, right? That's 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 no Mario in there. Um, I mean, it was Sega and All Stars Racing. That was another spin-off series. Racing. Um, yeah. So they had like you know, obviously, obviously Sega characters all racing in cars, um, which I think is pretty good. But I loved um, Sonic All Stars Racing Transform. That's that's really good. If you love things like Diddy Kong Racing, where you had that multiple um, yeah. vehicles, that's that kind of thing is great. I think an important thing to flag up as well is that during the time where say Sonic was falling in popularity it's a time because obviously when sonic first came out everyone was trying to do like a mascot you know everyone needed a cute character to kind of survive that's yeah. what it felt like at the time but then the playstation came through and kind of rewrote all the rules even though the playstation had like some cute character platforming like spyro crash bandicoot croc etc yeah. it was a very small slice of the playstation pie they had like a game mm-hmm. for everyone if you wanted rpgs you had final fantasy if you wanted horror you had resident evil or silent yeah. hill whereas at the time, Nintendo and Sega felt like they just had Sonic or Mario. Yeah. And in a way, that's why it felt fitting that Sonic and Sega went to the Nintendo console because it had a natural fit there. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, and I think that contributed a little bit towards Sonic's downfall because I think if they had like the, the sales and kept going, maybe they would have eventually found their feet. But I think it was kind of like a mixture of falling out of favor as well as developers not knowing what they wanted to do with the character, basically, I think. Um, but yeah, and revivals. Obviously, after Sonic 06, um, they did have some more games, Sonic games come out. But obviously, since then, they had to really evaluate what they wanted to do. Um, so Sonic 06, like Shadow the Hedgehog, kind of had a darker tone and also had multiple story campaigns. But after 06, it was kind of like, all right, we need to strip back on the characters and we kind of need to go less serious with ourselves so they had yeah. sonic unleashed which was quite mixed bag again i quite liked it i know i'm in the minority i thought it was all right i thought unleashed was all right i thought it was all right uh, not the worst and then they had yeah and they had sonic 4 which was the um digital only kind of side scroll of the 3d sort of coat of paint which was had two episodes which again had was promising but it didn't quite sell as well i think they wanted to despite the hype of sonic 4 at the time mm. it was meant to carry on from sonic 3 um they had the wii exclusives the storybook games like secret rings and black knight which again was yep. kind of like you know a more fairy tale spin on sonic and and then they had um the release of sonic boom rise of lyric which was based on the cartoon series which cartoon series i think is a lot of fun the game itself never played but apparently was just as bad as 06 <laughs> but it's re- but once the turning point for sonic was kind of around Sonic Colors that was around the Wii time um it kind of like you could see in the colors the colorful um gameplay and the cover it was very like it was meant to appeal to newcomers and it was meant to be a lot more fun and like playful of itself and then on the 20th anniversary they had Sonic Generations which was a much better anniversary game yes. it kind of had a level from each of the games so far 
you oh, had cool. modern Sonic and old Sonic um, that which were like working together so you can go back and forth between 3D and 2D gaming and it had lots of lovely mm. Easter eggs I especially love the cup scene towards the end where one of the characters actually says Robotnik and then like, Robotnik goes not anymore so just that little shout out the fact they changed his name halfway through the series just made me very happy <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of from Genesis that they kind of had more games like Sonic Lost World was exclusive on the Wii U and then Sonic Mania came out a couple of years ago which was very very well received um and then yeah so that's so that's where we kind of are at the moment so sonic mania was really really good um that was yeah, a great returning really form and they, they, they i think is it is it actually fan made isn't it so there's what? there was a lot of fan made um there was a guy like christian whitehead and a few others who made sonic fan games and mm. they made like special editions of like there's a thing called sonic 3 complete where they actually made a version of sonic 3 where you could like switch the characters around and switch levels around to like you know do another family games and they were hired by sega to do so christian himself worked on mobile ports for sonic one and two so if you ever played a mobile version of those games he worked on yep. that and then they approached him and said do you want to work on the next sonic game and they had this idea for sonic mania so yeah so it's made by long-term sonic fans who obviously made these games on their own time and now making proper sonic games so it was obviously a labor of love and you can definitely feel it when you're playing the game it's such a great game so it sounds like Sonic's going to like a real renaissance. Some might call it a sonic sense. So having said that, though, uh, as, as we go through this renaissance of Sonic, all things Sonic, like where do you guys want to see Sonic go as a character, whether it be in video games, in movies, uh, in, in the cartoons, comics? Uh, where do you want him to play? Well, I, I want to see everything again. I want to see, um, well, it, we had Sonic the movie that came out what, a couple of years ago, and that, which I thought personally was really good fun. Um, it was yeah, certainly it was not as bad as I was expecting it to be because uh, yeah. that's another episode in, in on it to itself, which is uh, bad video, no, good video games, bad movies, and bad, yeah. bad video game, good movies. Um, that's an idea that we've had for a long time. But yeah. I thought that would be one to add to the list, but it really isn't. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've not seen the movie, I think it's on Prime now. We can go and get it. Yeah. I can't remember where else it is. Um, then they are currently filming part two, which will introduce the character of Tails in, in the actual live action movie, which I'm looking forward to. There's actually a, a cutscene at the end of Sonic 1. I'm not spoiling anything, but you see Tails from behind. You see his Tails. Um, I think you see his Tails. Yeah, they do the Marvel thing voice. where it's end credit yeah. scene and they tease for the next scenes. one. I think you hear his see, voice. I, I can't remember. I, I watched it. I didn't, I didn't hang around for that. I didn't realize that was the thing. I'm going to go back and check always, it out. New, you're going to play every movie now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> Everyone always. loves their own MCU. Always stick around for the end. <laughs> I know. Always stick around for the end. Honestly, I should know this I by now. Learned. <laughs> you, you should have learned this. It's been 10 years, JC. 10 years of that. No, but, but, but in that movie, like Jim Carrey is bonkers in that movie in the best possible way yeah like, it, it, i was fully expecting to hate it but actually it was a lot of fun and yeah. you could tell he had a bit of a laugh with it so but in terms of the future i mean they've got sonic origins coming out they announced that a couple of weeks ago an um, anniversary stream which has got they're gonna have the first three um, knuckles games on one disc or whatever but i would love to see a compilation of all the 3d games i know that in hindsight oh. everyone i say all 3d games are crap but i think that if like just based on what Thomas said that they didn't have a speedy section. I think if you go back and play the old ones, you might be quite surprised. There's a lot that has a lot aged quite well, and also how much it has changed. Um, I mean, with Sega, what they did, they tried to reinvent Sonic with every game. In a way, that's kind of good that they are not afraid to experiment. But at the same time, it kind of shot them in the foot. I think in the long run. Yeah. yeah. 
but if you like seeing like different iterations of the same character and understand like want to see where it's gone for that i think if you replay you might have a lot of laughs if like we're playing it or just making fun of it i think that it could be quite a fun experience and then i would like them to kind of see that and think right people we realize we're actually really good at this let's go from here and i also think maybe having one like having the guys do the sonic mania 2 and then maybe having another team doing sonic 3d so, so that way that all fans are catered it's not a bad idea i mean you've got it for mario you've got this the um, mario land you've got the 2d side scrolling games and then you've got like mario um galaxy and odyssey which is more like the 3d platformer which obviously super mario 64 was um kicked off so you've yeah. got different iterations of mario why not di different iterations of sonic yeah 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 um, I want I want to see a bit more a few more TV series or a few more cartoons. Um, I really like the Sonic the Hedgehog one. I can't remember what year it's from. Um, so you had Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, yeah. You had the the one that was um, the Adventures of Sonic Hedgehog, which is more comical. Then you had Sonic the Hedgehog, which was more serious. And then you had um, Sonic um, Underground, which had the more mm. musical spin on it, which again was more size, serious, but tongue-in-cheek as well. Then you had Sonic X, which was based on the adventure games. And then you had Sonic Boom, which is the more recent one. Sonic and then Boom, they're probably yeah. going to do Sonic Prime, which is probably going to be yeah. a new Netflix series. I think Sonic Prime might be something for me, but I think it was Sonic the, yeah. the Adventure of Sonic the, Sonic the Hedgehog. I think that was the one I liked growing up. Um, mm -hmm. But Sonic Prime sounds like it's promising. So... Um, I, I don't know the, the the TV series. I always I always remember them as being solid and, and actually quite well done. You know, especially when you compare the TV series they've done for Mario, for example, which wasn't. Um, I watched the original Sonic cartoons on Netflix. Where you could at one point. I, I think so. There. Yeah, and they, they, this the original yeah. is on Netflix actually because my um, Louis was watching it um, for a while and then he gave up on it. But it's got a, a bunch of cool characters and actually funny funny little stories. So it's not. It, it, it was good it was good i want more of that i actually enjoyed it um it, there's always that that's i don't know if it's a stigma around sonic but like everything is you expect it to be because of the of the the bad spell they had like so you expect it to be average to bad but actually every time i get pleasantly surprised with it um with things they're releasing these days so i'm, I'm very confident to what is coming up next for sonic i don't think it's uh we'll we'll see the same crash they had you know um in in the 2000s so yeah touch with that and, and the last few games they've been they've been pretty convincing i don't think there's uh um there's been anything wrong with them uh, i think it's obviously this they, they don't have the platform to sell the sonic games as you know dedicated platform like nintendo has mario mario has nintendo and you know it's always the flagship game that comes out when the new console is released i think that's what maybe is lacking for sega that if they should hopefully one day they will get back into making consoles but that is a very hard thing to do these days in the multi-billion dollars um, businesses behind you to back you and be able to produce those yeah. gaming consoles. So, and that, that's not what Sega is anymore. Um, so that's, that's why it, this is, these are my, my hopes for the future of Sonic's that hopefully maybe there's a console in there somewhere at some point. But I don't think it would ever be back to what we had, but it would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's like definitely looking forward to, to, to Sonic Prime. I actually had not noticed that. I just looked it up and I was like, it looks, I mean, definitely would love to check out that show. Uh, and for, but funny for me, it's like, it's the, the comics uh, that I would love to kind of see more of and get into uh, because mm. uh, that, I've only kind of perused them kind of like, kind of like lightly glanced, but I'm like, all right, now it's time to kind of jump in. And especially off the back of watching the movie, I was like, all right, there could be way more in here than I, than I gave it kind of credit for. Um, but the big one that, that I kind of want to, it both, it's a question and a 
and um uh something to look forward to is like i know there's like a, a sonic vr game right um and uh and for me i think that once again coming back to for me my experience with sonic is the playability of it was always mm -hmm. the thing i took away most from it right it's just like it was infinitely fun to play it's like i feel it sets up a really interesting challenge for vr because how do you create a game that mimics that fun and like the speed of it but doesn't make you barf at the same time, I think there's like a really interesting creative challenge there of like how to bring that in. And like, once again, like not necessarily lean into a big story for it, but really lean into like Fun. just enjoying yourself yeah. in the most immersive experience possible. And just like being in that Sonic role. I think this is a really interesting challenge. Dude, if there was a Sonic VR, I would guarantee you I would vomit within the first 30 seconds. Because yeah. I can, I, I've played, I've, I, it's funny you mentioned VR. I was playing, I was playing VR this week. Um, yeah. and, and, and so I got Iron Man um, like a few months ago and I oh. never really played it so I, play, I played Iron Man this week and I, within five minutes of playing and flying around I just went completely white as a, as a really <laughs> I was like yeah. way I'm gonna you're gonna see my lunch um, so it's it's yeah no, it, imagine Sonic like a high speed game going on VR <laughs> those corners I'm dreading it already um, yeah, but that could be that could be a good thing. It's again, like you said, I, and I very much well, sorry, not could be a good thing. No, not throwing <laughs> up, but like seeing seeing them going with that idea, that would be a great thing to see. Like they, you know, let's yeah. let's try that for fun. Um, yeah, with with knowing that the constraint is how do you not get people to throw up, right? Because that that's the big VR challenge right now. It's like it's so immersive that's like it, it, yeah. it really does throw you off. So it's like how do you cross that and still make it fun? I think that's where there's a nice challenge there. Well, ironically, the very 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 first prototype of Sonic One apparently was so fast it made like the original Sonic Sega team I heard sick, that. Yeah. and oh, they really? had to slow it down and find a way to make it not nausea inducing so they did it way back then yeah maybe they could do it now obviously very different time very different technology yeah. and obviously you know playing the con like the handheld and then obviously you know, with goggles on your face like a completely different experiences yeah. but they they met the challenge and managed to find a way way back when who knows they might be able to do it again yeah nice. um right before we write this up let's do this um how about we or oh, sarah you can start but what's your I was gonna say top three favorite games, Sonic games. Yeah, let's go. Top three. Which 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 are they? So I can give you the first two, like easy. Third one that would be a bit of a challenge. So the first one is Sonic Three and Knuckles, because that's my favorite video game of all time. It sits on the top of every list. It's a game right. I can I said yeah. at the very beginning I could play over and over again. I love every aspect of it. I love the doing the view spheres. I love getting all the um Chaos Emeralds. I love playing all three characters. I love every single level. The music is amazing. It's yeah, everything about it. To me it's the perfect game. I know like the visual build had some glitches in it, but to me it's close as you can get to a perfect game in my opinion. My second favorite, funny enough, is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Um, <laughs> so so um, I have so many good memories of playing it with my brother. We 100% completed back in the day. We unlocked, we got A ranks on all the levels and unlocked the secret level. We did all the chows. And then I played it with my husband and boyfriend at the time. We had our own save file and did it and tried to do it that way. And I again, I love Shadow the Hedgehog, but I love the story campaign and all the and everything that was wrong with Adventure. They improved on Adventure too, and I just love that game so much. And again, the soundtrack is one of my favorites. I love how each character had like a different style. So Sonic mm -hmm. was more like rocky, um, Rouge was more jazzy. 
um, Tales of White Pop Rock, and etc. Um, the third one, uh, I mean, I, 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 I could debate this. I think one I love Generation so much. I loved how much it called back to the others, like, and I loved the gameplay of it. But I also absolutely adored Mania. So I think those two will probably yeah. fight for third place. So you got a joint third place there. Okay, no, that's mm. that's fair enough. JC, have you got a top three? Have you played enough Sonic games to have a top three? Well, that's what I say. My, my top three is going to be very simple. I'll, One, two, I'll, three. I will write them. <laughs> yeah, but, but actually, it goes it goes uh, a two, three, one. Actually, uh, I was a big fan of, of Sonic 2. I, I think just because of like the the leap that it had in in, in, the, in the play modes, and and just generally, I think it was the right time for me. Like, I no longer felt like the mm -hmm. outcast with the Sega. Like, for Sonic made it made it more mainstream. I played that with friends. So it's more like the memories I have of playing it. Um, I played that game way more with friends. I think three, I played more by myself. And then one, I definitely played by myself because I was like the only one that was into it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I think, so I think it's more of that. Yeah, so I think it's more that. And then, of course, I went in my in my gaming hiatus spread around like the early 2000s and I only came back once like Aiden eight eight started gaming again. So, and he hasn't been as much into Sonic. So, so the, the, the latter games I'm not as, as versed with. So, yeah, I'll stick to the OGs. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'll go, I think in third place, I'll put Sonic CD on Mega CD, which I, Ooh, I bought recently, nice. which is posh. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the music is just so so good on there it's, it literally is the first game but there's a twist so if you don't collect um i think it's power stones so they, they, they've, they've done something you, you have to go through the levels and it's like little spinning wheels that you gotta gotta hit and if you don't hit them all then you move next level and uh, things are going bad so the graphics are changing and they're evolving they're not colorful they turn into dark or slightly more uh sad colors um, I'll go with my second one. I want to put Sonic 2 just because it is that good. Uh, I don't know what to argue with it. And then the first one is Sonic 1 is because that's literally that moment when I went, oh! Uh, maybe not the best Sonic game, but it's just for what it represents. Um, sort of that big moment in my life in terms of video games. And, and yeah, it's that, that, that big, again, going back to how we started the episode that moment of stepping into that messy bedroom that wasn't mine, Sm smoky bedroom, and there's the guy was doing that, and it was like, oh, that's cool. But that's why it's number one, it's because that's- So Sonic 1 cool. makes you want to drink and smoke weed then? Yes. Kids, <laughs> <laughs> <Heads> listening. <laughs> and, and shout out relentlessly, Sega, Sega, Sega. <laughs> Walk around like a, like a lunatic, <laughs> smelling of weed, sing, screaming Sega on the street. Yes, it's exactly how it was. As that really was their ad. <laughs> it Sense was the, the weed it really was their ad honestly <laughs> all right cool anything else we want to add on i think we're good i think we've done it we, yes. we, we, we managed to sonic cover. and so happy birthday sonic again exactly yeah. 30, um, he's gonna he's, he's gonna be thinking about a mortgage now and <laughs> furniture. He's thirty. It's like I, I should have a savings account now. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's time to maybe uh, tie the knot with that girlfriend of yours. What's her name? Amy or whatever. Uh, Put a ring on all, that finger, Sonic. With all the rings he collects, hey. he can propose one of them. Exactly. <laughs> Oh god! All right then, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm I'm quite amazed we managed to cover 30 years of Sonic in the space of a, over an hour, which was uh, a performance. With listening to your feedback, people, 
and we yeah. are acting on them. <laughs> we are. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Please, if you're on YouTube, thanks for watching us in the first place, you know. And please subscribe there. There's a little subscribe button and hit the bell and everything and leave us a comment so you like answering to those comments. Uh, but do subscribe. Boost the algorithm. Uh, Yes, boost the algorithm. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, thank you. Leave us a five star um, review, you know, whatever. Uh, if you're on Amazon, also hi, Amazon. And if you're listening anywhere else, then thank you. Make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, I'm sure you will be because you love us. And uh, what else? Instagram, social media, and stuff, Twitter, follow us there. We are very active. And by we, I mean myself because, you know. <sighs> You know, he takes really nice pictures on Instagram. Yeah. I highly yes. recommend it. Yes. Uh, yes. That's a lovely photos. Oh my God, I love it. Um, <laughs> so please subscribe. Yes, we've, we've crossed 1,500, which I still don't know how we got to that number. Uh, so thanks yes. everyone who's uh, following us there. And uh, to if you are watching our photos on there and you're not subscribed, please do it. Uh, anyway, thanks, Sarah, for joining us once again. You'll thanks be back. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back for more uh, anime review and stuff, stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then also thanks JC for joining us again every week, all day. Showing <laughs> up. Yeah. And finally, thanks to Tom for doing all the magic behind the podcast. He is producer, mixer, editor, uh, everything, Instagram. social media manager. <laughs> uh, yeah, keeps the whole thing running, man. So thanks to Tom every week yeah. for, for bringing the heat. Yep. All right. We're out of here. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. Take up. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to do that. <laughs>